Here's everything you need to know for this Aloha Wednesday. It's KHON to go. Now, Hawaii's most accurate weather with Kelly Simek. Uh, everybody setting up to be yet another nice day today with a lot of sunshine, but not a lot of trade winds. So here's what's happening on the bigger picture. We have a couple of cold fronts that are passing to the north of us, and as they continue to do so, it's lightening up the pressure gradient. As that slackens, we are seeing the lighter winds. So this cold front pushing through now just to the north of us and yet another one coming in from the northwest. And as that approaches us, again, the area of high pressure that was delivering us our trade winds has been nudged away. And not only are we seeing the weaker winds because of that, but also our winds shifting a little bit out of the southeast. But luckily, it's not feeling too uncomfortable. Typically, when we have conditions like this, especially in the summertime, it'd be feeling really miserable because it's so muggy. And although we are expecting a slight uptick in humidity, with the cooler temperatures, it's still been feeling really nice. So not going to feel as cold as it would if we had our trade winds here and blowing strong, but again, still very comfortable. Now, in terms of rainfall, not expecting much. We do have a very dry, stable air mass in place, but we are anticipating a few isolated showers at most, mainly for interior and mountain sections, some clouds, and that'll definitely favor the afternoon hours as well. But land breezes clear out our skies overnight, so it's pretty much bone dry out there at the moment. Windward and leeward sections this morning waking up to mostly sunny skies. Again, all of our winds under double digits, and that's really what's influencing our weather the most. So be prepared for... Again, potentially some afternoon clouds and showers, but pretty much be prepared for a very similar day to yesterday. And surfers with those onshore winds taking over in the afternoon, the earlier the better. It's glassy out there right now, so take advantage of it. Now, also take advantage of the surf. Be careful out there. We do have an incoming large northwest swell. Not seeing these wave heights anywhere near just yet, but this is what the National Weather Service is forecasting by the afternoon. We're looking at 15 to 25 foot faces. West shore is 12 to 20, so high surf warnings posted. South one to three, and our eastern shore is two to four feet. Not only do we have the high surf warnings, but boaters small craft advisory also in effect. So for today, light and variable winds. That's going to stick with us through Thursday and then trade winds start to build back by the second half of Friday. Good news is they'll be here through the weekend, but it looks like yet another cold front may be lightening up our winds at the start of next week once again. No word yet on the identities of two sets of human remains found in the ash of what's left of Sunday's deadly shooting and fire in Diamond Head. Honolulu police say that the remains are presumed to be the landlord and the suspect, 69-year-old Jerry Hainel. The fire caused extensive damage to the property. Police blocked off access to Hibiscus Drive and have yet to give a timeline of how long that road will be closed. But neighbors say they want investigators to do a thorough job. Not knowing when you can go back is the hardest part because you don't know how much to plan for. It's a grand inconvenience, but the human side is the toll is much worse. And from my understanding, the rubble is, you know, probably close to a foot deep. So to sift through all that uh, is, is a monumental task, you know, for the officers as well as, you know, for the, I'm sure the firefighters are out there. Again, police have blocked off access to Hibiscus Drive. Not many cars or even pedestrians can get through. We'll let you know of any new developments when they come in. For the next few days, Honolulu Hale will be lit up in blue to honor the fallen police officers from the tragedy at Diamond Head. Now a small ceremony is happening later this morning, and Dallas Lanzaveras joins us live with all the details. Morning, Dallas. Good morning, Christiane Ross. That's right. Until this Sunday, the Honolulu Hale will be lit in blue to honor those two police officers who were killed 
at the, at the tragedy at Diamond Head. Tiffany Enriquez and Kalike Kalama. Both were reaching 10 years of service in the Honolulu Police Department, and both are parents to children who are still processing the situation and healing from the sudden loss. Now, yesterday, there were several events across the islands and mem memorial services to honor both officers, but we spoke to a few family members and friends who shared a few words about who they are. Take a listen. I just want to thank everybody for coming in supporting my mother. As we light these candles, I'd like to say that in this time, we're showing her the way through her, through her transformation. If she knew the district was going off, she had to get back and help out all her B partners because that's the kind of officer she was. Even though with all that, how much work she would work on and how much, every, how much work she would take on in the work, she always told me and she, she would show me all the time, she always made time in the middle of her work, in the middle of all that business, she always made time to text and call Trini, Jazzy, Taya. She would always FaceTime Taya so she could see Matt, Matthew, the grandson. You know, my kids said it best. It's a testament to what Tiffany, to who she is. As a, as a mother, as a as a human, um, and as a police officer. And once again, every night until this Sunday, the Honolulu Hale will be lit in blue to honor those two police officers, Kalike Kalama and Tiffany Enriquez. And later on this morning at 8.30, there's going to be a special service where they're going to be laying two memorial wreaths at the Eternal Fire, which you're seeing right here. So we will be able to give you a recap of what takes on. And of course, we will be following this story if there is any new information that comes our way. But until then, until then reporting from Honolulu Hale, Dallas and Rivero, sitting back to you guys in the studio. Now, the family of Officer Kaulike Kalama released this statement last night, saying, Kaulike was loved and respected by those who knew him. He would be greatly missed. He was a loving husband, father, son, and brother, and a good friend to all who knew him. His wife and 14-year-old son are devastated by the loss. Fundraisers have been set up to help both families, and you can find that information on our website. And in the wake of Sunday's tragedy, many people are looking to help, but officials say be careful because there are several GoFundMe accounts out there that are not legitimate. GoFundMe officials say that they've already suspended one fraudulent campaign for the two officers killed in the shooting. GoFundMe is working on refunding donors. Officials say there are some red flags to look out for before donating. There could also be, you know, misspellings, which is a big red flag, um, making wild representations as to what the money is going to be used for. You can report any suspicious activity to GoFundMe as well as to the state attorney general's office or the Office of Consumer Protection. And we'll continue to follow this tragedy at Diamond Head and bring you the very latest on air and online at cage12.com. Health officials are advising physicians statewide to be alert for patients who have traveled to Wuhan City in China. That's after the first U.S. case of the deadly coronavirus has been confirmed in Washington State. The health department sent out a detailed medical advisory on reporting, testing, collecting and control recommendations. And doctors are ordered to report any suspected cases to the health department. Chinese officials say so far the coronavirus has killed nine people and sickened 
440. On Kauai, authorities are asking for help finding an inmate who left a job site and did not return. Tyrus De La Reyes is work, a work furlough inmate at the Kauai Community Correctional Center. He's 35 years old, 5'8", weighs about 180 pounds. He's serving time for drugs and firearm offenses. If you see him, call 911. Maui Crime Stoppers is once again asking for your help finding a missing man. Authorities have been looking for David Alex for more than three years. He was first reported missing by co-workers when he didn't show up for work in November of 2016. Alex moved to Maui from Crystal Lake, Illinois, just days before he went missing. If you know where he is or have any information that could help the case, call 911 or Maui Crime Stoppers at 242-6966. Well, a lot of people are making bets about the Super Bowl, and that includes a popular chicken wing chain. Buffalo Wild Wings is betting with fans that this year's Super Bowl will not go into overtime. But if it does, it says it will give free wings to everyone in the U.S. and Canada. According to Buffalo Wild Wings, Las Vegas sports bettors believe there's a 10% chance that the game will go into OT. Just a reminder, the 49ers take on the Chiefs in Miami on Sunday, February 2nd, and you can watch that big game right here on KHON2. But you never know, there's a chance OT scores us some free food. Well, a Hawaii man started his vacation with a big win in Vegas. We're talking $15,000. That's after he hit a jackpot last week Wednesday. Boyd Gaming says Paul hit the major progressive on the double bliss jackpot slot for $15,171. This was at the Cal, and get this, he had just arrived in Vegas and hadn't even checked into his hotel room when he won the jackpot. And that was your morning news. Make sure to tune in right back here tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. It's everything you need to know with K2N to go.